0: Super Bowl is over. Next time Fox have the Super Bowl, we be listening to Tom Brady uh, do it with Kevin Burkhardt. If Kevin Burkhardt is still doing it, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be completely shocked if uh, Fox made a change there. Uh, they went for a little bit of glitz over the substance of Greg Olson, who I think is dynamite at what he does. And we will get to that. As we talked with uh, Chad Flynn, Chad Flynn, Chad Finn of the Boston Globe at Globe, Chad Finn. As I trip over my new tongue, uh, he joins us on the Adam Gold Show covers media. Uh, We used to talk to you all the time when Cam Newton was up in uh, up in Boston. Uh, Now, Cam, of course, is doing his YouTube show and creating a stir all the time just with the hats. But before we get to uh, whatever's going to happen with Fox, I'm curious uh, it was about two weeks ago where ESPN and Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery, so Turner. Uh, now it's, we we know it is Turner, but I guess it's not Turner. TNT, TBS, and, and, and the like, announced a partnership where they were getting all of their properties together and offering it in a, uh, in a new streaming service. And it's not available yet. But they said that ESPN Plus subscribers would have access to it. So my question is... As an ESPN Plus subscriber, how much more is ESPN Plus likely to cost so I have access to all of that? Yeah,
1: I don't know if ESPN Plus will actually exist when this is all together, if it's all together. I mean, there's still some hurdles they have to jump through. The NFL's furious that uh, this was put together without uh, running it by them, and so... uh, the, the league has uh, its uh, uh, group uh, group of high price, extremely high price that you and I can't afford lawyers right? on uh, <laughs> combing through this contract to uh, try and cause any kind of uh, trouble for it that they can, I think is the fair way to say it. So it's uh, still a lot of uncertainty with this. We don't know the price point, which I think is going to be the most important thing. I mean, up here, up here in new England, uh, Two years ago, was it that far long ago? Right. Uh, Nesson launched a separate app for Red Sox and Bruins games. The price point is thirty dollars, and people freaked out on. It. Right. Um, I think uh, when you look at what, like, your what do you pay eleven ninety nine for ESPN Plus, something like that? Uh, probably. Uh, Peacock's, <laughs> yeah, Peacock's five ninety nine. So it's really going to be dependent on the price points of, uh, of how appealing this is initially initially to TV viewers. But they're going to have a ton of. Presuming it goes through, they're going to have a ton of uh, live sports on there and definitely going to shake up the game a little bit.
0: So almost everything, though, that would be available on there, I can get through YouTube TV. So I, other than the stuff that is on ESPN+, Plus, because, the, I mean, am, am I missing? Fox doesn't have a sports streaming service. Fox has Fox and FS1 and FS2. Which it kind of split a lot of the World Cup games. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, I guess they have uh, Max. That was, and they do they do some uh, some sports programming there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. some U.S. men's national soccer team, maybe women's national soccer team uh, matches there. But for the most part, uh, the stuff's available over the air. I'm curious why the NFL is bent out of shape over it. Everything that Fox or ESPN has is already available.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a big part of the touting of this is that they have NFL broadcast rights, and the implication is that Fox games will be available on this service. Uh, NFL has deals all over the place, too. So if this goes through, how does it affect Hulu, YouTube TV, um, you know, these streaming services that right now are touting that they have live sports as a huge selling point because uh, live sports are really the separator for a lot of these. Uh, you see why uh, yeah, why Peacock with the uh, yeah, the playoff game, the Chiefs-Dolphins playoff game, how much of an effect that had on them. Uh, John Arian for uh, Puck News used to be a sports business journal sure. forever reported that Amazon's getting a, a playoff game next year. So this stuff's all fracturing and being divided up. And uh, there are just the, the fallout for viewers is a million different ways for uh, things you have to pay for to be able to watch what you want. So um, to have all of these united uh, does bring together a lot of broadcast, different broadcast rights from across the leagues. But clearly the NFL is teed off because it wanted to be involved and felt like it was yeah. uh, sort of left out in the cold on this.
0: Shocking that somebody would not include the NFL uh, How when, dare it, they? when it comes to making money. Chad Finn of the Boston Globe is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. I think my favorite thing regarding – uh, the streaming of a, a play, an NFL playoff game, exclusively to Peacock, and I don't know if Peacock is losing that game and it's going to Amazon, or they're, we're going to have two different streaming games. Uh, Roger Goodell's answer to the question uh, was basically how much money was is too much is enough money because that was what, what was worded in the question, and Goodell uh, reshaped it to say, you know, We're our fans. Or we're just trying to go to where our fans are and younger fans. And I'm like, and just put the game on YouTube because that's where younger fans are. Younger fans aren't necessarily on Peacock. They're on YouTube or put the game on TikTok.
1: Yeah, it's absolute nonsense what he's saying. I mean, they have, they they really dominate every demographic. And an example, I wrote about this leading up to the Super Bowl, a Taylor Swift effect. Um, (laughs) There was this perception that, she was drawing in a lot more younger female viewers because, you know, her relationship with Travis Kelsey and her, um, the superstar, probably an understatement level of fame. Right. Um, it brought the, the, the thought was, it was really bringing this whole new demographic, but even young girls, you know, ages 12 and, and into the young woman demographic, 12 to 24, uh, always watch football. It's been in the Nielsen ratings forever. The, the, <laughs> That first week uh, when her relationship with Kelsey really became like this cultural thing um, was that Jets game. And uh, that wasn't even the highest rated game that week about, among uh, girls, women, 12 to 24. It was Dallas, New England, and Dallas won by 35. So uh, they win every demographic, no matter what you think. They, they dominate it. And uh, when he tells you something is about, Goodell is you something is serving a, about serving their fans. Uh, it's about the money every single time. It's <laughs> about the
0: money. Yeah, the Taylor Swift the new demo is the political conspiracy theorists. That's the new demo that the uh, the NFL is capitalizing. Uh, I've capital- had that
1: demo forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is probably a, a very good point. Chad Finn, Boston Globe, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Is Fox really – I mean, I guess they are because now we know Tom Brady is going to take over as the number one analyst. So what happens to Greg Olson? Yeah, down to the number two team.
1: That's what it looks like. Uh, Brady made it pretty clear he wasn't going to be part of a three-man booth, and at $37.5 million a year, they're probably fine with paying one person there rather than two. Um I do think Brady's going to be really good. I know he'll probably annoy some people just because he's Tom Brady and they're sick sure. of seeing him and his team probably beat theirs a lot when he played. <laughs> but uh, I've been watching this. Uh, I'm writing about it today because it comes out this week The the Dynasty, which a uh, 10 part series on the Patriots right. that air, starts airing this week. I think it officially comes out Friday. Brady's fantastic in it. He is so candid he swears <laughs> you wouldn't believe how much he swears in it oh i bet Never i would heard. yeah and uh you know Brett belichick's the same thing he just gives up nothing but brady's really this open book and if he can be like that in the broadcast booth uh i i think he's going to uh could, to be an excellent analyst and and by all accounts he's putting in uh, a ton of time and has been for a while to be good at it before uh, you know he ever turns on the microphone.
0: I mean, I, look, we're sort of Panthers territory here, and Olson, even while he was an active player, was still on bye weeks, was still doing games for Fox. I think Greg yeah. is very, very good. Uh, I know CBS has thrown a lot of money into Tony Romo, and he has a long contract. but I mean, personally, I think Olson would be an upgrade. Uh, I, and Tony, I don't know if Tony, Tony's not quite the same as he was you know when he first uh, first started doing this.
1: No, you, you want to know how to test that too go back and watch the uh, AFC championship game between the Chiefs and Patriots. I think it was his first year it was his first, yeah, first or second year. He was phenomenal and uh, just beautiful call of that game. Uh, about as good as you could expect from an analyst not named John Madden. Right. Uh, And he's regressed because everybody in the business that you talk to say he just kind of stopped preparing. And every year, a few guys uh, that he played against are no longer on the field, so he's more and more detached as the years pass here. I think this is year seven for him. so It's been a little while now. Uh, But I thought the other night in the Super Bowl he was – Uh, He got better as the game got better. Like The game was boring. He didn't have much to say. (laughs) He was whistling Adele going into the breaks or singing Adele. Uh, But he really broke down some stuff in a really sharp manner later in the game, like talking about uh, Purdy calling a timeout when he shouldn't have because he had the matchups he wanted, things like that. Um, I just think, I don't know, it's preparation and maybe a little bit of boredom because when the game was exciting, uh, he was good at it. He was good at calling it.
0: Yeah, he was uh he he was he was predicting everything that was happening. It was uncanny. Uh Chad Finn of the Boston Globe joining us here. A couple of more very quick things. Uh then we'll let you go. I agree. Brady will work hard and be good at it. Um I always thought that when Brady went to Tampa and we started seeing more of Brady's personality come through, that he was going to have a post football career that nobody would have expected when he was with what he was with the uh, patriots and maybe it's that bill didn't want anybody to show personality but i think tom's got it he was he was a star of at least two commercials
1: <laughs> yeah no tom definitely has it um he stayed in line with that you know they they get a little fractured there with the patriots later uh 17 18 and then 19 his last season here he Kinda did some things that uh, Belichick didn't want him to do because you still super rigid about um, no, yeah, no uh, special benefits for any players. Right. everybody was the same, and when you have the greatest quarterback of all time who uh, you know works his tail off and has played, done everything you've asked of him, you'd think there'd be a little leeway there, but there wasn't. And, uh, Brady started showing his real personality a little bit later here, and then with the Bucs and. I think people watch this dynasty, Doc. I don't know how much appeal it has to people who aren't Patriots fans. You may be a little sick of that team. But uh, if they watch it, it's pretty hard not to come away liking Tom Brady the way he comes across in
0: this. All right. Uh, are we going to see Bill on TV at all, or is he just going to fade into the background?
1: I think he does. Nick Saban uh, joining up uh, College Game Day with ESPN. Uh, probably a precursor to Bill doing something. They're so close. Uh, keeps him in the eye and the minds of potential uh, general managers or potential owners who uh, might consider hiring him as a coach. Keeps his name in that cycle. He's uh, not out of sight, out of mind next year. And, I mean, Belichick's got an Emmy already for his, uh, for his contributions to the NFL 100 that okay. NFL Network did a couple of years ago where he was in the studio with Rich Eisen, Chris Collinsworth. Sometimes Brady was there a little bit um, and breaking down the top 100 players on NFL history and uh, that all-time team stuff. And uh, he was so good at that that he he, uh, he ended up with an Emmy Award. So I think he'd be good. you got to shape it to him, though. you got to let him break down film or go visit right. people that interest him or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, all I think the best thing he did on TV was during the pandemic draft when they cut away and his dog <laughs> was sitting on the table in front of the laptop. And I just thought, you know what? He's probably trained the dog to do that. Chad Finn of the Boston Globe, at Globe, <laughs> Chad Finn. I love that. I'll I'll never forget that. It was one of my favorite things of that draft. Uh, Chad, I appreciate your time, man. Take care.
1: Thanks, man. That dog uh, drafted Kyle Duggar over Jalen Hurts. So we'll, we'll see, uh, see how he does with his draft boards <laughs> in the future.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, that was a parting shot. That's what we call that. Chad Finn's parting shot. Uh, thank you very much, man. We'll talk again. <laughs> wow it's like uh that's the door hitting you in the rear end on the way out right just dropped it and left ouch